Hey, Pete. Hey, Adam. Do we even still have a podcast anymore? <laughs> you know what? This is the triumphant return of the dynamic duo today. Ta-da! Ta-da! I'm Adam Ennis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. Coming at you today. I'm in St. Louis, Missouri. Peter's in God knows where, Italy. Peter, where are you at? I'm in uh, Matera, Italy, which is known as the St. Louis of Southern Italy, actually, ironically enough. (laughs) Nice. So uh, what are we talking about today? Well, today I was thinking we could just, um, you know, kind of get back in the saddle, get reacquainted with each other. We had a little hiatus there. We could kind of catch each other up. I know you did some episodes uh, the last few days that are getting some, um, I'd say, rave reviews. Would, would, would you refer to them as that? Yeah, jury's still out. Jury's still out. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I did some. I did some episodes at the piano, which is like the only way I think uh, our listeners can accept that it's like there's no... Uh, a famous witty banter, right? Uh, not really. Everybody, everybody really prefers piano. But uh, no, we thought we would just kind of like uh, catch up because we haven't. Yeah. I haven't actually seen you in like two weeks. Right. Uh, you've been on the road for a while now. Yes. I've been super busy. You know, I'm working on this um, this new course with Jeffrey Keezer. Uh, it's a ranging course, I heard composition that. course. Let's talk about yeah, that. About first. to go to New York tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, just we recorded here in St. Louis, uh, like part one of this course, and then we're going to record it at uh, the Bunker Studios in Brooklyn, which is like a second part of the course where we like we filmed him here writing these compositions and arrangements, uh-huh. and then we're going to film this performance of this nine-piece band of like serious heavy-hitting monsters that he put together playing these arrangements and then we're going to have another session early 2020 where we kind of break down uh exactly like some of the the musical uh wheels and cogs of how it's all working so it's pretty exciting man it's kind of the most ambitious course we've ever produced here at open studio but i think it's gonna be dope i think it's uh super exciting and i didn't want to say anything but i actually snuck into uh some of our, our our deep freeze file systems and actually took a little peek at what's been recorded already. But I'm I'm anxious to see the finished mm. product. That's going to be nice, especially to hear the recording. That's going to be amazing. Yeah. Keezer's always uh, yeah, always man. killing him. He was writing some really good music, man. He was really writing some cool stuff. Yeah. So good, 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 good. Well, um, yeah. So I think um, the most exciting thing that has occurred. Well, so I did I did one or two you know episodes myself. I don't know if you knew about that, but they will have been heard by now. I sent them in from you know from the road. Did did some remote solo episodes, and uh, what I uh, realized from doing that, um, I was thinking, okay, well, normally we you know we do the episodes, and maybe it's fifty for fifty fifty in terms of knowledge that we're contributing to an episode. Maybe it's sixty forty. Some days we try to pick up the slack for each other. So I thought that for the, sure, for you sure. know, I thought the episode would basically be the same, but just with less knowledge being dropped. But it turns out what you mentioned before, the witty banter. I think that's a big part of our uh, uh, of, of our delivery, as it turns out, because my solo episode <laughs> was totally devoid of any witty banter. I tried to have witty banter by myself, but it just didn't work. 
Yeah, well, let's be honest, too. It's a bit of a time filler, the witty banter here. Like, I'm about to kill 20 seconds just witty, wittily, wittily banting. I don't even think that's—I just made up a term. But I'm just, uh, you know, vamping here, uh, trying to, to get you to chuckle. And uh, that's always fun. That's right. The solo you'll hear, it's more difficult, man. They really they are. are. Yeah, it really I, I, get, kind of puts us on Like, the people who have, like— Bill Burr, who has his own like solo podcast where he just talks for an hour. I don't know how the hell he does that. That's really tough. Well, you know what it is? It's kind of like um, I think a solo piano versus any anything else in jazz. Like be a duo up to with a full orchestra or anything. Like the the communal nature to having a discussion as we do, um, and you know, hopefully a little witty banter and dropping knowledge, but really just talking about this this art form that we love so much. Um, that is such a uh, it, it, there's such a corollary between that and the and the community and the communal feeling of being on the bandstand, you know. And I think that you know a lot of times mm. we all you know the listeners, the whole you'll hear community and everything. I think we all maybe take that for granted. And um, you know, every time I get a chance to play music or talk with, as it turns out, I just never thought about it like this. Talking about music could be like that as well, but it really is. I mean, this is a music to be shared and. And to be, it's it, it really becomes a thing of like the sum is is greater than than the contents of just the musicians that are there, and so that's when something really great can can happen. And um, you know, solo For piano sure. obviously can be super exciting. We've talked about that a lot, but I always think you know, like a lot of times the things that we do talk about, it's like uh, you know, you're manufacturing uh, the communal nature with yourself. You're, you're replacing what you a bass player, what a drummer would be doing, still thinking about those same kind of concepts of, of community or whatever just sort of putting it into the solo piano situation if you were for sure man yeah, yeah. that's great hey i was thinking about some things because uh, you're on this you're on this it's quite a long tour uh, by today's standards yeah and uh i would think our listeners would be interested to know like if you haven't done any like of of these sort of extended tours i wonder if you could just talk about how the shows change because you're with the same band this whole tour correct uh well the first up up through next week i am and then i'm actually with two different groups gonna go straight into that oh right on yeah but so far okay yes, and well, all, so still all, you'll be to two weeks basically with the same group right um and so like you know in my experience like it's it's fun to watch uh, even if it's people that you've been playing with for years uh having this sort of like intense road experience there's something that happens to the like the arc of the shows as you're you know what I'm saying? Does yeah. it make sense? Yep. Absolutely. Like like the music tightens up and things start to happen in a way that doesn't happen even if you're just doing shows like in one place. Right, right. Yeah, and I think, you know, for this tour, because this group, um uh Diane Reeves band, this current in incarnation of it, has been playing together for for quite some time now. So there isn't that like beginning of the tour kind of like what is this tour gonna be? Um from the standpoint right. of like we're playing together for kind of the first time or we are actually doing some new music this tour so that that's kind of another element but i think that for sure the arc of the tour like the beginning the kind of energy level and the expectations and the kind of almost you know sort of setting a setting the tone for the trajectory of how the individuals and how the the group wants the tour to kind of go musically and then a lot of times that has to do with sort of what materials being played, especially if you've been playing together a lot, like what tunes are going to happen. Um, but what mm. I'm always amazed about is, you know, as many of the different things, and then you got unexpected things that can happen: travel, weird instruments, funny venues, you, you know, all the the just crazy stuff of being on the road. 
But what I'm always amazed about is how how much how much it's similar to just doing a gig anywhere or at home, like like all the other stuff. Like once you actually get on the stage, you're still sitting there with a new piano about to play a gig. Like the fact that everybody speaks another language or looks different kind of melts away during the actual show. And I'm always amazed at how much I feel like, you know, this is I mean, and, and it's not to not to say that it's ordinary at all. It's just that there's more things alike about it, the actual gig then there are different but then as soon as you're done and then they're taking you to eat somewhere and it's like you can't read the menu or whatever then everything's upside down again but i i almost kind of like grab hold to um the gig and that kind of the, the the community aspect of the band and like trying to bond with the piano and just for me to really try to do my job to play the piano as well as i can to give the audience some entertainment to give them an edifying musical experience like i really hold that time kind of sacred and, um, mm. you know, like that kind of, kind of becomes my solace no matter what happened, uh, during the day. Yeah. But you're in Italy right now. So there's also sacred time, you know, at the uh, dinner table, Oh yeah, uh, at the lunch, lunch break. There's, well, there's a, there's tons of, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. And actually it's very topical that you say that because today we had a funny thing. I'm right in, I'm right in the, I know that you're still big. Well, are you still big on your keto fasting? Are we still hashtag ketoing? Uh, no, I'm a little bit straying from the keto right now. I'm about to go back though. Okay. Well, I had a little forced keto today because we, uh, we actually played just about an hour and a half from here further down in the kind of heel of the boot of Italy, uh, in Taranto. Mm. Um, actually we're doing the same show tonight with the same orchestra, but, but about an hour and a half away. But, uh, we, 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 you know, Italian breakfast is very light. So I basically didn't eat anything this morning. I had a little coffee and then I was like, I'm gonna have some lunch once we get up here. We got here at about two o'clock in the afternoon and we're staying in this hotel in the middle of nowhere because it had to be, a, we, we couldn't go in the city center with the tour bus. So we're like out by the highway mm. and the restaurant was closed and there's nothing there. Like five kilometers is the closest restaurant. There's nowhere to walk to. Mm. So I had a little, little keto situation. I'm right. In, I'm, I've got about two hours. Not that I'm looking at the clock every minute here, but I'm two hours. So I'm able to eat some food for, for an early dinner. But, um, but yeah, I mean, the, actually, the food—that's—I mean, that's, it's so fun in Italy um, and, and really everywhere. It's just—it's just fun to experience, and I really try to take all that in and, and try some new things. For sure, yeah. cool man. Well, we'll hit some—we'll uh, hit some musical stuff tomorrow. But it was—it uh, was nice catching up, Pete. That's right, right. And, and, and what is your name again? Just to refresh me. It's Adam Manis. I'm Adam. Okay, Manis. I'm, I'm Peter Martin. I'm here. Peter Martin, man. Yeah, yeah, it'd be fun to hang sometime, man. <laughs> All right, well, uh, until tomorrow, you'll hear it. <laughs>